Yo, good morning, bro. I need some advice, please. It's like 5 a.m. I'm in London right now, and I'm in this apartment till December 1st. So this is just like a short stay apartment. And then I'm gonna, well, I was supposed to be moving to Canary Wharf, London at December 1st, but my apartment just got canceled. So I'm like looking for a new one. I'm kind of like back to the drawing board and it's kind of like I've got options again and I really wanted to get more people's advice because right now I'm, I'm actually feeling uncertain. Like I was, I was certain London was the place and um, I'm feeling a little bit uncertain now. And the reason why is because I'm considering like four different places that I could live in. So I'm going to tell you my ideas. I'm going to tell you the decisions I could make. And I'd appreciate you just like leaving the comments and just telling me what your advice would be. But what I want is for you to just bear in mind that like, <laughs> I'm a very purposeful man. Like I've dedicated everything of my life to like this movement. Like that's all I care about. So I'm not like, don't think about it in terms of like from your, f your f um, shoes. So I'm gonna tell you the decisions. Don't think like, oh, well, you know, I, I like, oh, London sounds sick. I'd, I'd move there. Think about it. Not even in like the shoes of my personal kind of life. Think about it specifically. This is the question I just asked. Where should I live, which would give me more leverage in this movement? Leverage is kind of like power, control, like a positive benefit. Where should I live out of the places that I'm gonna tell you would give this movement, my, my leadership, the best benefit? That's what I care about. And of course, like I need a sort of personal life that's good enough so that, you know, I'm mentally good and everything as well, right? So the four that we have is London in Canary Wharf, which is just about like a mile away from where I am right now. That's where I was just like two weeks ago when I was staying in a hotel. And um, I liked it there, to be honest. Canary Wharf, if, if you haven't already, you can like quickly go on Google and just search like Canary Wharf and you'll be able to see it's like, London seems like, oh, it's a failed state, state and stuff, but it's um, Canary Wharf is its own little kind of island. It's like a one mile radius of like really fancy buildings. And I've, I've always fucking loved that, man. That's been the, the dream for a while. It's like these fancy buildings next to the canals and stuff. And it reminds me of a place that I used to live in a few years ago. So that was where I was set. And I literally thought, okay, I'm definitely moving there. But since the apartment got canceled, it was some bullshit with the landlord. Like I, I paid and I was ready to pay 12 months up front and the landlord wanted to back out because they were, wanted to consider an offer of someone who was like 100 or 200 pounds more per month. That was, it was just like, it blew my mind. I was like, what the fuck? Like we had an agreement and they were literally considering a hundred pounds extra per month. I was about to drop 60K for this apartment. And this landlord just considered like an extra 1000 pounds for the entire year. I was like, what is wrong with you? <laughs> so I literally, they wanted me to like bid, outbid this other person. And I literally sent, uh, sent them a message saying like, nah, like uh, retract my offer. I'm not like uh, living in your place. If we had an agreement, we shook hands and now you're, you want to backtrack. It's like, that's fine. I was going to literally transfer 60 fucking K. Like we already had the agreement. I was going to pay 12 months up front and my apartment was going to be pretty expensive as well. Right. So it's London. The main reason why I wanted to, to move to London, why I'm considering, let me tell you all of the, okay. So number one is London. Number two is actually Dubai. Dubai. And, and one of the main reasons obviously is like 0% tax. I need to like really wrap my mind around how this works, but if it works, how I think it works, Dubai will literally save us hundreds of thousands I, i've not paid tax on my business just yet like I've, i haven't hit, reached that point in the year where you pay tax and like the business like the company that i've made for the business is kind of new but like it, it, uh, the tax bill is going to be fucking big bro the tax bill is going to be this year coming up so you know in a couple of months we pay tax right as businesses as like entrepreneurs in the uk the tax bill will be roughly let's say fifty thousand pounds 
So just randomly, 50,000 pounds is just gonna disappear from my bank account. But from the time going forward, with the money that this this company's making, plus when like I release my book and every everything else, bro, I expect in the next few years to lose like over a million pounds just to tax, which is that's pretty fucking big money, man. That's pretty big fucking money. So that's like that's a big part. And then the the reason why I was considering Dubai because it seems like oh wait why would you know why would I move there? It's not like my kind of place, is it? But then I just thought like man like how how is Dubai and London so different? They're both like major cities. They're both quite like you know, quite um, almost like lifeless, like soulless, loveless in almost a sense. And of course, you know, you'll meet nice people in there, but relatively it's like, you know, it's like just a big, big, like fancy ass city. So I, I thought like, shit, like if I'm considering London and I'm, I'm actually fucking here right now, then I may as well consider Dubai. Like I, I never thought I would do, but now that I've like, I'm living in London now, living in a major city, I was like, yeah, like if I was in Dubai right now, what would be different than London? It would be warm, it would be safer, it would be cleaner, I'd save. 100,000 per year more, literally hundreds of thousands per year from tax. Do you know what I mean? With the income that I'm making, it's like, I'd be one of those like Dubai, like rich guy, not like rich, rich, but like I'd, I'd have a very good life there personally. And the only thing I, that's put me off Dubai is just kind of that thing of like, wait, I wouldn't be relatable to the boys anymore. I'd be some like rich prick in Dubai, do you know what I mean? And I wouldn't be relatable to the boys in a certain sense. Of course, I still have like all the years of like being a Jeffrey, but um, so I, d I don't want to just move over and then me be so different to you. Me being in London, like the, the biggest reason why I want to be here is because of these small like micro interactions. Like I'm just walking through the street and I, every single day I've been here for the last like three weeks, bro, every single day I've been recognized. And like that's micro interaction of some guy just, whoa, you handsome, whoa, bro. You changed my life, especially that video where you said X. In my mind, I'm like, you don't realize how fucking valuable that is that you've just like validated some certain video that I made and now I'm thinking, oh shit, okay, so this video helped this kind of guy. Let me go and make another video like that. Imagine a whole year of me experiencing those kinds of interactions. I think London is the place where I'll have most interactions with my boys, which is, that's incredibly valuable. That's really, really fucking valuable. So it's London, specifically Canary Wharf. So it's very important that we talk about like the place because London seems like a dangerous place. Andrew Tate's really been saying, oh, you know, so dangerous, it's so failed. And like a lot of parts of it is, but Canary Wharf, if you literally just go and Google it, you'll see it's like, it's like a one mile radius of literally just like rich motherfuckers who wear suits and they work in like banks and stuff. So it's like, the vibe is very nice. I've met like very successful people there already. Dubai, I'm like you pretty much only live in like one place of Dubai. It's called like JBR. It's next to this this beach, and all the big fancy buildings are there. Only like five miles of Dubai is really built up, and the rest of it's just quite impoverished. So obviously, I'd I'd end up living in like that one exact part that like every other entrepreneur lives in. Then the third is like somewhere in the UK, but somewhere which has got a lot of nature, and like Scotland is like the place. So essentially, that place that I was just living in just a few weeks ago, I was in Scotland, close to a city called Inverness. I was about three miles away from this one city. If you can go and Google Inverness, N-V-E-R-N-E-S-S. -E I was like three miles away from there, just in a bit more closer to the mountains, literally the most, one of the, like the second most beautiful place I've ever lived in. The mental health, fucking phenomenal, amazing time there. I was, I was with Anastasia as well. It's like such a good time and like, there's a bit of friction, you know, like, oh, it's time to go to the gym, let's get in the car and go drive for 15 minutes. It's not ideal. Like, I know that's normal for a lot of people, but like, at the point that I'm at, it's like, I, I don't want to, I, I don't want to sound like a dickhead, bro, but like, I can easily, easily make more than a thousand pounds per hour 
I was shown on a stage yeah, this. It's like if I click on a video on this second channel, for example, and it's 10 minutes long and it's made 200 pounds in YouTube Avenue and you times that by six, that's 1.2K. It's like I can very easily, it's like it's not hard for me. To, I know I don't want to sound like a dickhead, but it's just very important to you know make these decisions. It's not hard for me to make 1,000 pounds per hour. So for me to like be somewhere a little bit more rural and it's like a 10 minute commute to the gym, bro, I'm, I'm losing like 100 pounds there and another 100 pounds back. This is why like all entrepreneurs really live in like the city. They get food delivered to them. They have a, like a gym in their building and stuff because like Andrew Tate says this, it's not even worth his time to go to the gym anymore. It, this is like a new level that you might not be at just yet, but hopefully you can like not see me as a bad person for saying, oh yeah, well I'm so valuable, but actually like get inspired and think like, wait, what the fuck? Like that's, I've never been exposed to this kind of wealth before, this like l leverage before. Andrew Tate doesn't go to the gym, he just does 500 push-ups a day because it's, it's literally not worth his time to like get ready and step outside of his house for the gym because it's literally like, if my hour is worth 1,000, 2,000 pounds, his is maybe worth 10, 20K. It's not worth it for him to lose like 20K worth of value for a gym workout. This is why like every entrepreneur I see literally like they have a gym in their building and like they stay there. So that's why like Scotland is like a very beautiful place. It's very natural, there's mountains and lakes, but it's, it's not really set up for the kind of like entrepreneur life. If I moved way closer to the city, then it would be, you know, the gym's way closer. But then at that point, it's like, I'm just living in a, in a random city. You know, the beauty of Scotland was like, I was a few miles away from the city. And I was like, literally just amongst the mountains, which was so fucking beautiful. And then finally, the fourth place is Thailand. And it's uh, the exact place that I was just in a few months ago, which is Koh Samui. It's like a, an island off Thailand. It's, it's still part of Thailand, but it's like a, such a beautiful island. I don't think I'd go there again. It was like a beautiful place, like literally the most beautiful place that I've been to, like visually beautiful. And um, the thought of like being in the warmth around the Thai people again and, and be training Muay Thai and stuff, it's like, it's so nice, but I think it's more of a novelty. It's, I don't think that would be my home home. So what I'm looking for is like a home for like at least a year, preferably longer. So I'm not sure, I don't think Thailand, even with like the visas and stuff, like I've got connections in Thailand and I've got money. So whatever like the visa issue is, situation is like, I'll pass it, no problem, I know that. And um, it's interesting because the, the people in the, the visa, the immigration office in Koh Samui knew, knew me from YouTube and they literally like, they were like starstruck. And so I, I got like speeded through the entire system and everything. <laughs> Bro, like having power and status and clout fucking helps your life, man. So I, I probably wouldn't go back. Thailand's more of like a holiday place for me. And it, it's a very special place in my heart because it's what started this entrepreneurship journey. But I don't think I'd ever call it home. So essentially, I have three three options, which I'm journaling about right now. Straight after I end this video, I'm going to journal about them. We have London, Canary Wharf, Dubai, and scotland or somewhere else in the uk which is just like really peaceful and natural i think this one i think thinking about <laughs> i think i'm thinking about like peace and nature i think is um it's it's the most closest to me like if i ask myself i asked myself last night i was literally trying to sleep and i, I was thinking about this decision and i just asked myself what would adonis do and straight away I was like yeah he'd, he'd live in in peaceful nature and of course you know sometimes i said oh adonis is like a successful entrepreneur and stuff so he might you know by that account, live in the nit city or something. But generally, we'd assume a man like Adonis like would be somewhere in nature. But is that definitely what's going to be best for me in the movements? In one sense, the man I would become from a whole year of living amongst the mountains and my mental health being good would be really nice. And you know, you'd imagine just a whole year of videos where you see mountains behind me. That would be fucking sick. I'd be that like that mental health guy, which would be so fucking nice. But then. Th those mini frictions of living in a place like that 
also a, like compound for the entire year and would mean that like my, my output, my success, my sort of drive is very much less than what it would be in like a city like this. And in, if I'm going to live in somewhere which is like peaceful nature and stuff, I'm going to meet a lot less people who like are, you know, like who are entrepreneurs, successful and stuff. You know, the people I met there were literally just, I literally just met kids there. I literally just met like 15, 16, 17 year old guys who were still in like school and everything. Because I assumed like anyone who's like my age probably moved out of that kind of city and then moved into like one of the bigger cities. As soon as like, it's such a new dynamic for me. As soon as I came to London for the first time in my life, I've met guys who are my age who are actually successful. And I'm shit, I'm thinking like shit, like I could learn a lot from this guy. Like I really want to be friends with him, fuck. You know, we all think about our own self-interest and like oftentimes over the last year or something, I've made friends who I've never really like, do you know I mean? Like it's a new thing for me to meet someone who I'm actually thinking like, fuck, this is a, like a fucking like successful ass guy right now. Like I actually really want to like sort of like become friends and like see, you know, what I value I can provide to him, he can do for me and stuff. So um, how how much are these micro interactions worth with my with my boys? Because the biggest thing for me, you know, like I, I've, I've been really writing this down and clarifying, like, I don't just want to be like a YouTuber. I want to be and like become what's called a level five leader. There's an author, John C. Maxwell. If you're, if you're doing anything like me, you'd really want to go look at his books, John Maxwell. And he has this book where he talks about the five levels of leadership. And like, so for example, level one is like position. So it's like, he, oh, it's your manager. You have to, you have to follow him. Do you know what I mean? It's like okay, he's a he's a dickhead, but like you've got to all the way to level five, which is like you are at the pinnacle of leadership, and you will literally be right, wrote about in books, and you will be remembered for the movement that you created. And that's like that's fucking deeply fucking motivated for me, man, to think like holy shit, like there's levels to the shit, and like that's that's what I'm pushing towards. I've never wanted to be just a basic ass YouTuber. I wanted to just think like, bro, imagine if the entire fucking world of boys our age literally got into self-improvements and started becoming like more masculine and disciplined and got into the gym and like imagine an entire generation of our men going into the mirror and actually look smiling when they look at themselves thinking like fuck i've been building my body i look so good i feel so good that's what i wanted man and so how that's like the thing that means the most to me man you've always heard like in a purpose like once you find your purpose like that's the like bro i'm fucking there man Literally, my life is dedicated to this shit, bro. So this is such a big, this is literally one of the biggest decisions I have to make now is where would I live for at least a year, if not longer. And um, <clears throat> London seems like the place where I would meet most of my boys. It seems like, you know, if you're going to be in the UK, it's like you're only two hours away from London. So when I do a meet up here, it's like it would go crazy. And also just the random guys like, I keep bumping into. And I think that's value. I can't tell how valuable that would be compared to like me just go hopping onto like Discord, for example, you know, my Discord server. If I just hop onto that and just join one of the video calls and I go, oh, whoa, it sounds like, whoa, like, you changed my life, bro. Like, essentially, wouldn't it be roughly the same thing? Of course, you know, in real life would be better. It's more physical and stuff. But wouldn't it roughly be the same thing? Could I not have that same kind of micro interaction just by going onto my Discord server, but being in Dubai or being in Scotland? Because that's pretty much the only reason why I'm thinking London really wins. It's just because this is like the hub of like my UK followers. And even anyone who's not in the UK would, can come here. Whereas Dubai is like a very secluded place. It's like, you know, I assume I'd meet some people there, but not so much like 
anywhere near to the level that I would here. Like every, here, it's been every single day that I'm getting recognized, which it's like, it does amazing things for you, man. When you're getting recognized and someone literally said like, you know, a 17 year old kid says like, your videos changed my life. I was struggling with this. I saw this video of yours and now I'm like this. That's extremely valuable. So I'm gonna journal and um, I just wanted to post this video. I know this is weird as fuck of like a YouTuber literally asking you like wh where you think he should live but i hope it it's kind of clear like fuck man I've, I've dedicated my life to this shit you don't even understand man i fuck up so many times i make so many mistakes but like i am here to serve you and like you can i'm literally asking you like where i should live that would be best for you <laughs> there's levels to this shit you know you always heard about men with purpose bro this is the fucking this is like now you're seeing it man Fuck, I've become that fucking guy, man. I always used to see people talk about, oh, purpose, mission and stuff. And I was like, yeah, yeah, whatever. And now I'm like, I'm waking up. <laughs> like, it was like 4.30. I was like, okay, where, where should I live that would best help my boys? <laughs> like, all I need is like a gym nearby and the ability to like order food or some shit. Like, that's it. This question, I'm going to answer it in my journal. But the idea is really interesting. Where should I live which would give me the most leverage? to achieve my objective, which is like, help men improve themselves, educate and inspire my generation of men, reach level five leadership, become like a pinnacle leader. I expect that to take me years and years and years. But where should I live that would give me the most leverage? That was a very interesting word that I used for this question, because it's leverage is almost like an entrepreneur term, and it just kind of means like power, control, kind of like resources that you could use, right? And straight away, when I wrote that word, I was like, yeah, Dubai, because, what would give me the most leverage is that if I was saving hundreds, a million pounds over the next two, three years, imagine being able to reinvest that back into the, the, the business, back into like the movements, back, back into employing 10 people, 50 people. Imagine like the shit you'd be able to do if like you saved that much money. And also like, like it's kind of clear to me, maybe it is to you, like Dubai is where I'd become most, um, monetarily successful i like just by being in that kind of culture of being in dubai i expect my like net worth and my sort of success to go up the most whereas for example being in scotland i, I expect my sort of like mental health side to go up the most is that like is that what like personally do i want to focus on just mental like not really i'm not gonna lie like mental health is one of those things you should prioritize and then get to like a very good baseline and then after that it's like you don't need to like sit, like obviously like keep meditating keep journaling keep experiencing love and everything but it's not like it's my pr like priority anymore because i've already got it to a very good baseline now it's like you know i spent like two years really focused on mental health now it's like i've got the capability to, to literally wake up early and enjoy working which is fucking like that was the goal in the first place so now what my actual goal is like let's say for my personal side is like yeah just increase success which would come from london or dubai or like the sort of city vibe where i'm networking and like literally the first two days here i've met a guy and we've been like like you know like you know it's just fucking nice meeting someone who's who you actually respect and you like you look up to in a certain sense i'm like whoa this guy's actually really successful he's went through like quite a difficult life and like he's, he's like he's putting me on to he's taught me things and that doesn't happen often Which one would give me more leverage to achieve the objective of educating and inspiring our generation? How, how much relatability would I lose if I was in Dubai or London from 
my understanding, I don't think I lose any relatability, that much relatability for being in London. Especially because imagine if you, like, you know, some new follower sees, like, a picture of me with a bunch of guys in London consistently, like, every week. They just keep seeing more meetups. They're like, holy shit, this guy's, like, so, so close to his, his uh, followers. That's fucking sick. And then it's like, oh, well, yeah, yeah, he's got a nice apartment in, in London. That's a little bit unrelatable. The majority of our boys who are 18 to 20 or something, don't, they won't have, like, an apartment. It's like, you know, some Skyrise apartment, like I will have. So that's a little bit unrelatable, but it's kind of like, oh, shit, okay. But, you know, he's still, like... Uh, down to earth and everything. I think the, the the amount of relatability that I'll lose from being in Dubai will be just quite significant, to be honest. Because I don't think anyone watching would be able to relate to me being in that kind of environment or country or whatever. That's if I really become that kind of like Dubai kind of guy. Whereas if I just recorded a video like this in my room, like maybe it wouldn't be that different. I don't know, man. But let me just, I'll upload this video. I'll see what the boys say. I'm going to do my own journaling because I'm back to square mode, man. I've got till December 1st to figure this out. London, Dubai, Scotland or anywhere sort of like peaceful nature in the UK and then potentially Thailand or any other country. I'm still most favoring London because I think it's like the best of all. It's still like a vibrant city, it's still close enough to my boys. It's um, in the country that I know and everything. But then just, it was literally just yesterday, I just started considering it and I just asked myself like, what's the difference between being in London and Dubai anyway? It's like, if like the part of London I'm gonna live in is like just major fancy city anyway. Is it really that difference from living in Dubai? The only difference really would be that like, I'd save a lot of fucking money that I could reinvest straight back into the business instead of paying tax to the UK government. <laughs> Let me know bro, do the hard work. Especially when you don't feel like you're... Yeah.